it's time for Shannon's Showbiz Shunday. With your host, our daddy, Shannon Riley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Shannon Showbiz Shunday right here on KSEF Digital Radio 75Live.com. Coming to you every Sunday on the 8th, I'm Shannon Riley, your host for Shannon's Showbiz Shunday. And to tell you the truth, I haven't really been here every Sunday, and I, I've had to take a big break here. There's a lot of things going on in my life, and I apologize for that. But I'm finally back, and I'm really thankful that KSEF and Carice have been so patient with me. And joining me today on this wonderful return is Jeff Carson, president of the board of the Jayhawk Theater. Now, if you don't know the Jayhawk Theater, it's an amazing theater right here in northeast Kansas. It was an old vaudeville house. It was neglected starting in the 70s. And Jeff and his team is working really hard to restore this beautiful vaudeville house back to its former glory. And I'm really fortunate to have him here talking to us about everything he's doing. So, hello, Jeff. Is that right? You're the president of the board of the Jayhawk Theater? Uh, pre- president of the board. Yes, indeed, you are correct. All right, so for our listeners who may not know, give us a 411. What is the Jayhawk Theater? What is it you are doing right now at this beautiful space? Well, uh, you know, we are uh, kind of similar in many ways because we're excited about live events and theater and music and entertainment and that sort of thing. And I imagine, like you, my uh, uh, interest started early on and um, I'll go back, if you don't mind, I'll just go back to the beginning. I was kind of, I, I kind of caught the bug uh, when I was probably 10 to 12 years old. My, uh, my parents were in the Community Concert Association in McCook, Nebraska, where I grew up. And, and they hosted uh, some, you know, concerts. And one of them in particular, the only one I remember, was a Beatles uh, show. Uh, not the Beatles, but it was the Denver Pops Symphony playing Beatles uh, with uh, Arthur Fiedler conducting. And if you're old like me... You remember who that Arthur Fiedler was the world famous guy from the Boston Pop Symphony. Arthur Fiedler, I remember Arthur Fiedler from a kid. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember distinctly that my mom made him scrambled eggs because he was hungry, and um, he kissed. He got on the first step of the upstairs uh, staircase to kiss all the uh, tall Nebraska women good night. Uh, so. Uh, he, he was entertaining, let's put it that way. And, uh, and then I went to college in Kearney, Nebraska, and I joined the Campus Activities Council, and I was the film's chairman my, probably my sophomore year. My junior year, I was the Campus Activities Council president, and we were doing concerts and, um, you know, uh, films. Uh, I met G. Gordon Liddy from um, uh, uh, Watergate fame. Uh, who came came to lecture and and um, so I was selling tickets and making posters and booking films and negotiating you know contracts and that sort of thing and and then I graduated and went into the film business out in California and and um, then moved here in '92 and I I didn't really you know have any uh, deep seated desire to to do a Jayhawk theater kind of thing until. Um, Gizmo Pictures, our company, our video production company, bought the old Thatcher building downtown. And that's when the Jayhawk Theater board uh, caught wind of my insanity and asked me to join. <laughs> and and uh, 
you know, for me, it was perfect because I, I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a, a, a passionate guy about you know, historic films and historic buildings. And here we have this beautiful 1926 theater sitting empty and idle and been closed for over 50 years. And I thought this is kind of the, the kind of organization I feel like I need to, uh, to, to join. Um, and by then, of course, as you know, uh, when I moved here in 92, uh, you and I met. And uh, I became... Yes, yes, 1992. That's the year I came, too. I, actually, I came as a guest artist in 1990, but I moved to Topeka in 1992. New, yeah, yeah. Well, and I was so impressed with what Topeka Civic Theater had done in its history since, what, 53 or something? And 1936, actually. That's, that's TCT's birth. And then, of course, uh, through my... Uh, video career, I had produced uh, many, many of the Bravo Breakfasts videos and, uh, uh, you know, um, never had a chance to really appear in uh, uh, or, or to uh, try out for any parts or anything because I'm a lot better behind the scenes. But uh, I uh, uh, became, you know, a big fan of you and the uh, effort that you guys were making over there and the legendary uh you know quality of what topeka civic theater uh, had done and so uh through that and other you know uh quality of life things that i've been a big proponent of i've been i think and you too have been trying to make topeka a better place to live and uh continues today and you do make Topeka a better place to live. You have been very committed to the structure of this town. You've been very committed to making things better. I got to say, I I love Topeka, but I particularly love working with people like you who have a passion for what you do and really believe in the community you live in. So thank you. Uh, thanks, man. Um, you know, uh, there have been a lot of really well-intentioned people over the years, you know, since the Par Jim, uh, Jim and Nancy Parrish donated the theater to us in 94, or 95 uh, and the board was formed and uh, you know the the trajectory of of communities is a thing you know and um, in the 70s almost all of our communities were uh, impacted by uh, the mall uh, uh, sensation and so we built a mall White Lakes Mall and downtown up to that point had been thriving and, and successful and uh was a you know the place to go shop and eat and and that sort of thing and then it just killed it you know um and so the theater closed in 1976 um there were a lot of other theaters that had come and gone the grand theater was uh, uh kind of the equivalent of the jayhawk ah the grand such a beautiful theater already gone now another another treasure lost yeah so we were um you know, I, I, when I joined uh, the board, everybody had worked pretty hard at doing their best. But, but uh, you know, it takes a certain degree of uh, business sense. And, and um, I had a skill set that was unique. You know, I had, I had restored a 1888 building. I built, I built a restaurant and, and I, um, I, you know, I, I helped with concerts and produced stuff like that. So, so my skill set was unique to that, and I was able to uh, uh, jump in there and sort of learn. And I was kind of, you know, played it kind of cool and quiet for a few years while I got 
a handle on what could be done. And um, uh, then um, some of the board members asked me if I wouldn't, uh, uh, if I would take it over and be the president, which I said, okay, I said, I'll do that, but it, it could be, it could be messy. But what I was able to do is leverage, you know, some grants right out of the gate, you know, and I got a hundred thousand dollar grant, the very first grant I ever wrote um, for the marquee. And, and, you know, there were some people that were like, why would you put a marquee on a, you know, building when there's not really even a theater? And I, I said, well, you, yeah, nobody knows it's here. <laughs> that's a, that's a brand. Yes, the, the theater's sort of invisible there. It's kind of wrapped around inside the building. You're, you're not really certain where the entrance is, where, where the theater itself is. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. And um, so I, I went on this sort of campaign of uh, improving the curb appeal. And if you know anything about real estate marketing and that sort of thing, um, you know, you, you, that first impression is, impro is important. And I think we were suffering because we had a very rundown, neglected theater with no amenities, no modern modernization at all. And then we had this adjacent space, which was called the gallery, the upstage gallery. And it was a, a kind of a, a first Friday event place with art, and sculpture, paintings, and, and odds, odds and ends for sale. And and it wasn't succeeding as an art gallery uh, in, you know, downtown at that time, 10, 12 years ago, was still not the cool place to be by any means. And so we had a real challenge to make it more, um, you know, uh, um, attractive. And, and so we uh, remodeled the gallery and we got better electrical and we installed bathrooms and we found out the sewer line had been uh severed out under the street during some construction 10 or 15 years earlier <laughs> and so we had to go get money to replace that and and um so I, what became apparent was that people's excitement started happening when when they saw some actual physical improvements happening and uh for safety and and lighting and sound and the cool thing is that uh, this community, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that would like to see it open. And, and the folks in the sound and lighting community and theater community all saw that, too. So we've, we've developed some great partnerships with the theater industry. And, in fact, you know, one of our best uh, volunteers is John Hunter. And if you know, if you've been around a while, you know, John is a theater uh, was uh, the theater guy at, at Washburn University for years and John Hunter head of Washburn University theater for many years yeah and uh, and he knows everyone and uh, um, re retired from that but he when I when you and I moved here he and Beth Fager from core first bank were uh, just getting ready to open TPAC. And after that, he went on to uh, help Beth open the Great Overland Station and get it restored. And, and it's a it's a jewel in the community. And then, you know, I didn't stop there. He and Anita Wolgast, the mayor's wife, went up and uh, uh, inspired people to, to make Noto a thing. And uh, so now he's helping us. Yes, Noto. Uh, North Topeka's Arts District, really an amazing place. John did a lot to make that come about, and uh, I wish it would have happened when yeah. TCT was still down there. But it is really a glorious place to go and visit. I, I love going to Noto. Yeah, I'll bet. 
Yeah, but you know, Jeff, a lot of this came from you. I mean, a lot of people looked at restoring that theater for, for years, and it just seemed too daunting. It seemed like it was overwhelming, yet, yet you were the one who said, no, we can do this. We can step up and we can make this happen. You had some brilliant ideas, brilliant leadership, and I, I, we owe a lot to you to make sure that, that the Jayhawk stays as a vibrant part of this community. Well, thank you. You know, it had to happen to a point where we had to get it into a place where we could safely uh, turn on lights and sound and have a concert or a, a, a lady, lady shakes kind of, you know, you, you came in, brought the 12th night in and, and all female cast and we sold out and Kathleen Sebelius, I think, was there. Uh, all kinds of uh, people got excited about that. We got Billy Bob Thornton last August to play there with his band. Uh, just had uh, Kevin Farley, uh, the comedian, Chris Farley's uh, comedian brother, uh, last Saturday. And so what we're trying to do is the, what I'm calling awareness events. And it gives us a real opportunity to uh, show the place off in its current state. And uh, people get a sense of what the possibilities are. And, you know, it's a great event, a great way to show donors and supporters um, what they're getting involved in. And, you know, you can't just have it be a falling down hopeless mess or nobody's going to get interested and excited about it. And I think we've kind of turned the corner in the last 12 months or so. Well, you sure have. You know, and as a theater professional working here in Northeast Kansas, I'm nothing but excited about what the Jayhawk Theater's future can bring to this community and to the arts in general. And uh, Jeff, uh, I'm enjoying our talk a lot. we got to take a short break here. We're about halfway through the show, but I've got a lot more to talk to you about. We want to play a couple of games on the other side and hear more about Ooh. the historic Jayhawk Theater. Uh, I'm Shannon Riley. You're listening to Shannon Showbiz Sunday right here on KSEF Digital Radio. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and spend some more time with my buddy Jeff Carson to learn more about historic Jayhawk Theater in Tobiki, Kansas. We'll be back in a few. (music) 